All right, Fight Chronicles number two, Tim, and we got a pretty good card here. Yes, sir. We've got, got two good cards this whole month, so this is an awesome month for for fights. Yeah, I'm excited for Poirier Gaethje. I think uh, I think the odds are pretty much a pick right now, which makes me want to bet the shit out of Poirier. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the Gaethje train, but but we'll get to we'll get to that one. Yeah. All right, so we got 14 fights. We can we can swipe through the first few pretty quick here, and then we got some strong opinions once we get once we get to number nine to 14, which. Those will be fun to talk about. A lot of late, late like uh, replacements on this card with with Jack Della losing his opponent and then Bo losing his opponent. Kind of sucks that they threw in those prospects that no one knows. Well, I know for for Bo Nickel, from what Chael Sonnen was saying, they reached out to three of the 185ers and they all turned it down. I would so too. Not too many people are are trying to fight. So, this new kid that they brought in, obviously, he wants to make a name for himself. So, we'll see what happens when we get to that fight. Yeah. All right. First one we got here, Kamela Kirk versus Esteban Ribovics. Ribovics. Uh, Ribovics. I think, so now the line is a lot different. Uh, Kirk is like minus 130 or something now. I would have bet him at plus like 170, 180 when it was that, but now I'm I'm not real interested in this at all. I probably would bet the other side to be honest. Yeah, I like I like Rebovic here. Um, he he lost a, a decision his last fight, um, but he's just he's just knocking people out. I think this is a, a get back fight for him. I think he'll he'll turn it around. And, and I'm looking for him to to get a finish here, so I'm I'm leaning Rebovix on this one. I think I am too. I like I liked um, his wins before. Like I liked on the Contender series. I watched that and I thought that was a pretty good fight. And then Kamuela Kirk doesn't have very many good good wins. I mean, he he beat Maquan Americani, who's now out. He's fucking gone because he has half a round of cardio. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all over Rebovix on on this one. I like it. I like it. We got Shannon Ross, the Turkish delight, dude. That's that's kind of a sick name. I'm not gonna lie, the <laughs> Turkish delight. And we got G Jesus Aguilar. Aguilar, yeah. I'm all over on this one too. I'm all over Aguilar. Um, I just I think this is another get right fight. Yeah, they're kind of they're trying to to set these these fights up where, you know, if he's taking on a guy that's coming off uh, for two losses and he's dropped three of his last five, um, that's a clear sign to me that they're trying to get Aguilar back on the on the right track, and this might be the end of the road for for Shannon Ross. I mean, look at Ross too. He's thirty four years old. As soon as he gets to the Contender Series, he loses both fights. He loses his Contender Series and then the UFC. So right when he took that step up, he just couldn't hang. We got yeah. we got Aguilar over here who won his Contender Series fight and then lost to a really, really fucking good Tatsuru Tyro, which we'll talk about later. Oh, that kid, that kid's a stud. He's on this card too. Yeah, he's a he's an absolute stud. 
Alright, yeah, I'm I'm going with I'm going with Aguilar as well with you. This is a good fight. This will be fun. We got Cameron Simon, who's a minus five hundred favorite at twenty two years old, versus Terrence Mitchell, who's thirty almost thirty four years old, fifteen and two. He comes from Alaska. Yeah. This one this one might surprise you. I like I like to sprinkle a little money here on Terrence Mitchell. Did you look at his um, sub prop? I haven't looked at the sub prop yet, but I, I think his last two fights for uh, for Cameron, he's got a point taken away in both fights. He's got in trouble in both fights. Yep. He's going against a guy that's experienced. He's he's fifteen and two. He's not a bum. And and we can see where the guys that have experience and they've been there before, I think I think he could pull out a, a decision. I don't think he's gonna sub him, but I think we can get a decision out of Terrence Mitchell. It's I mean, it's worth a shot. You know, you put a little on it. Especially at the at the straight up odds, might as well. Yeah, you can. I get, might even sprinkle a point to be taken in this fight. That's not a bad bet, especially with Simon clearly not knowing the rules of UFC. Um, yeah, I like Mitchell by sub here, uh, just because it's a big number. And if we go to his, we go to his. Uh, oh, does it show his fights? Yeah, I mean, eight of his wins are subs. Um, a lot of them coming in the first round. And you can see, I mean, he's got six six KOs in the first round. Decisions, he's only lost decision. He has one disqualification win. So maybe, maybe, dude, that might be it. Maybe he'll get a second one here. But I think him by sub at plus 1,200 is, is pretty wide considering that might be one of his only ways to win. Because if this stays on the feet, Simon's pretty technical on the feet. Um but I think Mitchell could sync something up. He's long too. He's real long for for I the, know. He's the long, division. But here's the here's he makes he makes mistakes. And if if even though he's long, if he gets him if he gets him on the ground like you're saying for a sub, you know, being that long, give up an arm, uh, give up a leg, anything like that, give up his neck. He's, I mean, look at the kid. The kid's got a long neck as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's gonna get in trouble. I, I think he's gonna get in trouble. I'm going. I'm going the plus twelve hundred sub. I'll have like a sprinkle on it, something slight. Yeah, you know, nothing crazy. All right, Vitor Petrino versus Marcin Prakniau. Uh Petrino, I'm gonna check the updated line on this. I want to see if it changed at all. Petrino minus two thirty. Prakniau plus 195. I was actually looking to bet Prakniau when this thing was plus 240 or plus 230 um, like last week because I thought it was wide and I think Petrino is is you know a little bit a little bit overpriced here because he just fought that pleasure man guy um, yeah and almost got fucked up like almost got fucked up like eight times he was on he had you know there were rear naked chokes in on him he was Petrino was stumbled, but Petrino was doing it back to him. So that was the deal. And, and that pleasure man guy is not very good. Like he's he's just really not that good. And yeah. to see him against someone who is as inexperienced as the pleasure man getting almost his ass whooped, uh, Pragnio is experienced. I mean, he just beat William Knight. Terrible fight. 
He lost to Philippe Linz, which I hate, but he beat Ike Villanueva, who's not a good fighter. He beat Khalil Roundtree, which is a good win. Um, so if Petrino is a fraud, then I think Pracnio is going to fraud check him here. I'm not going to bet it though. Now I would have bet it back when it was closer to plus 250. It was plus 230, I think was the highest I saw it. I would have bet it then, but now I'll just, I'll just watch and, and see. And if Petrino somehow gets through this, I think we might get a good lineup and a good, a good price on him in the future against someone who's even better. Yeah, this one, this one, I'm not, I'm not touching, um, it really doesn't even, to be honest with you, it doesn't, the spike doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah. Um, if, if I was the bat, I'd go with the, I'd go with the favorite. I'd go with Petrino. Um, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much all I got on this one. It, like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. I mean. Yeah. Unfortunately. But it's this next really... one. Yeah. This next one is, is good. We got uh, Tatsuro Taira, the prospect we were talking about earlier, which, by the way, he looks like he is, like, 16 in that photo. That's not what he looks like oh, wow. anymore. Versus oh, no. Edgar Charez, the pit bull. They're kind of setting up Mexican fighters here. They're, uh, they're setting up a few to win, but this one, I don't think, he, I don't think he's got much of a chance. I'm, I'm moving to the odds here. I'm trying to get into DraftKings. Yeah, so he's plus <laughs> yeah. 700 right now. Uh, and Tyra is minus a thousand, and I don't really think either of those are bettable because I think I don't really want to toss money into a burning fire on Shirez. Um and I think Tyra is is the goods for at least a few more fights until he gets you know a top fifteen opponent. Yeah, I would I would look at Tyra on the sub here. I would go I would go double chance. I would go sub or um, decision. Tyra by sub is minus two twenty-five. Then I'm not touching it. So. <laughs> yeah, no fucking way for me. I mean, that's probably what happens. But at minus two twenty-five, I'm not taking a. a now like you might that. be able to put him in a, a parlay with a sub and then uh, a straight up win on one of the dogs later on. Get better but at, at that price. It's not. It's better just to cheer for him and see what he does. Yeah, and and hope we get. Hope we either find out he's a fraud and then we get we get a fade him later or one of those where he's just the goods and we ride him. Yeah. Which we've got one of those later that we'll talk about. I've been riding one of these main card fighters for, for a while. All right. Jimmy Crute, Alonzo Menafield. I think uh, the odds have changed here as well. Crute is minus 140. Menafield is plus 120. And they fought in their last fight, and Jimmy Crute was pretty much handling him. And then Alonzo Metafield almost caught a murder charge in the third round. Like, we're talking legitimately almost killed Jimmy Crute. I thought Jimmy Crute might pass away. It was, it was fucking awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I think, I think Crute gets him by KO here. I, I think that he was on the right track. Obviously, it didn't. It didn't end well. Um, the decision was probably a blessing, but I think I think Crew can get him out of there. I, I do think as well. They, I, I think they went back. They they rewatched what they need to work on. Cardio, um, being a little bit safer. Uh, I think I think he's gonna knock him out. I, I think this is a big big fight for for crew otherwise if he doesn't win this i think i think he could be done 
Do you remember when but at Crute the same was... time if you look at if you look at Jimmy Crute, you know those two drops that he had is to Anthony Smith, who I think I think is a, a monster, and uh, Jamahal Hill, who yep. is now the champ. So you can't you can't fault the guy. I I mean, yeah. and the way he lost to Anthony Smith with that that nerve kick, you know, where he got hit in the calf and he kept on stumbling and he couldn't walk. He was beating Anthony Smith until that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I'm a I'm a big Anthony Anthony Smith guy. I think he's a a great person, but in that fight, it could I that would to me that was a pick 'em. Yeah. But at the same time, Anthony Smith is also I think a, a complete fighter. I think he's good on the feet. I think he's good on the ground. Obviously now, he's dropping some fights, but but at that time, Anthony Smith was was doing really really well. So I'm not holding anything against Jimmy Crute. I think this is a get right fight. I think he goes in there, handles business, and I would even say under two and a half because we know he doesn't want to go to that final round. I 100% agree. I think I think he 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 takes it under two and a half exactly like you said. There was a time where Jimmy Crute was the goods. There was a time where Jimmy Crute had uh, had just submitted Paul Craig, which looking back, that's a fantastic win. Sam Alvey, I mean, not a good win, but he got him out of that round one, uh, and then he got you know submitted by Misha Serkinov, which I don't think you can fault a, a guy for getting submitted by Misha Serkinov. Then he goes on to beat Michael O. That's a good win. Michael yeah. O is, is solid. Uh, Modestus Bokalkis, not a great fighter, but, you know, he's he's an average UFC fighter. So um, he was the goods back then. And then he goes on to, you know, yeah, getting, getting leg kicked by Anthony Smith and um, not being able to continue. And then Jamal Hill, you, I mean... I mean that was that's you got he got clipped yeah you know what I mean and He's... and we saw after that that fight when he came out for uh, when they fought the first time here you know he was he was setting the pace in that first round so he didn't come out guns blazing and, and get clipped like when he did when he fought Hill so yeah it's, exactly it's good. And he's 27. He's getting better. Alonzo Menafield is almost 36. He's not getting much better. He's probably getting worse. Uh, I think Jimmy Crute's going to get him out of there. I'd probably say he's going to sub him if I had to had to make a make a bet. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised to see him just pound him out on the on the ground, like get him down, get Menafield a little bit tired, and then just land a few bombs right on his right on his dome. Um, take back his 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 near death experience that he had in that third round. All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna be quick on this one. This is Yasmin. And I'm not going to say that last name because I'm going to butcher it. Uh, the Mexican fighter, which is you know another Mexico Mexico fighter on this on this card versus Denise Gomez, um, undefeated is Yasmin. Denise is is seven and two. Uh, I think this is just one of those women's MMA fights where you got to take the dog who's plus three whatever. Let me pull up DraftKings just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, she's plus 300, I, and I think I would have to take that. I'm not going to bet it because I don't like betting women's MMA all that much unless I know the fighters really well and I don't know these fighters very well. But sometimes the, the dogs just cash here, and that's what I would probably put my money on if I had to. And the pick will be yeah. Denise Gomez, I guess. Yeah, this one, uh, I'm just looking at Denise Gomez' record. I, I, doesn't do nothing. Doesn't do nothing for me. There's, 
Um, yeah, this I'd just stay away. If yeah. I, I would go with, with Yasmin, though, if I was forced to. Um, that's that's pretty much it. I, I mean, there's no there, there's no nothing that stands out to me for for either one of these girls other than uh, Yasmin's record yeah. to make me feel confident in going going with her. Yeah, and at that point, um, like I don't know, I don't know if she if she trains with any of the other Mexican fighters on the card, but they could get like a role going if they really wanted to. I mean, starting with Aguilar, if he wants to, you know, get it done, he gets it done there. And they all know each other, you know, because they're all on this big card for Mexico together. Who knows? Maybe they get stuff rolling. Same could be said for the Australians. I mean, Shannon Ross gets it done early. And then we see Jimmy Creek yeah. get it done early. Then things could get rolling for the Australians and New Zealanders as well. Yeah, that's on the watch. That's how that's how it was with the when they were um, in Canada. Remember all the Canadian time. players? They they went what six and zero? Yeah, that was that was crazy. I didn't expect to see that. All right. Big replacement here from from the muscle hamster, and before before I get into it, the hamster does train with uh, Chris Curtis and White Trash Strickland. So you know he's got decent training partners. Um, he is a muscle hamster as well. The guy is five seven and an absolute ball of muscle. He like threw someone through the cage in one of his last fights. Uh, he's undefeated. If if he's of UFC caliber. I think he makes this closer than the odds suggest. Uh, but I have no idea if he's of UFC caliber because I haven't seen him fight anyone from UFC. Um, and so I would probably pick Jack Della if I had to. But I was going to hammer the fuck out of Sean Brady against Jack Della because I don't think Jack Della is a top, a top 10 um, welterweight in the, in the UFC. So I was going to hammer Sean Brady. I thought he was going to take him down and absolutely expose him on the ground. But I just don't have any confidence. And I watched a few a few fights of, of Harrell's. Um, the guy looks strong. I just don't know if he's got what it takes. I'm gonna need to, I would have liked to have seen him against you know someone, someone in the outskirts of the 170 division before this fight to at least have a, a UFC caliber opponent. But you know Jack Della's got the broken nose. I feel like that just might power him through, dude. He, he's got the power and. Um, He's also on a good streak here, so I'll take Jack Della, but I will I will not touch this price tag with a ten foot pole. Yeah, I mean, kid's seven and zero, twenty four years old, short notice fight. Um, he's got nothing to lose. Yeah. So once again, I would I would just sprinkle a little bit on him on the money line. He's got nothing. He's got nothing to lose. He's undefeated. Why not? He's got some subs yeah. on his record, too. And I think that's the biggest hole in Jack Della's game. He almost got subbed by uh, Razman Amiv in his last fight. Like, it was, it was so, real so close. What is he, he, has, he has four four KOs, TKOs, right, and three subs. So yeah. the kid finishes his fights. Every fight he's had, he's got to finish. Yep. What is what is the the reason to not to not go with him? I don't know. There is none. There's no reason to not have a little sprinkle on Harold. Let's see what inside the distance is. Just Harold by finish. Harold to win by inside the distance is plus 900. I mean, that's not terrible. It could be worse. I don't yeah. know. 
I would say I would say Harrell would be the betting side here for sure because I don't think you're getting value on Jack Della over minus a thousand. I think he's I think he's fraudulent in his ranking right now. I don't think Harrell's the guy to beat him, um, but he might not look minus a thousand against Harrell because I just remember that Amiv fight where he was like three seconds. He had his literal hand like hovering, ready to tap yeah. on that Darce choke. That's what I would have to say about that one. Oh, I better sit up. I better sit up. We got the best fight on the card, the main event, the uh, the inaugural baddest motherfucker on the planet, Robbie Ruthless Lawler, Ruthless Robbie Lawler. Uh, he's coming back and he's taking Nico Price's head and he's taking Nico Price's ACLs. Um, and if you saw him in the embedded videos, he's wearing a, a, a three-button polo. That just shows, dude, Robbie's here to fucking play. Robbie's here to play. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Nico Price has, like, 19 kids. He literally has, like, Alex Oliveira level of kids. He doesn't want to be fighting anymore. He just got knocked out by Philip Rowe. And who's Philip Rowe? I don't know either. Exactly. Philip oh. Rowe. Who the fuck is that? Didn't Neil Magny just like sit on him? Like just like sit on him like an older brother for five rounds? He wouldn't do that to Robbie. Philip Rowe would not knock out Robbie. Robbie's taking Philip Rowe's soul and he's taking it to another dimension. And then he's disposing of it in that dimension. And so what's Robbie gonna do here? You know, I'm riding with Robbie one last time. Um, I love I love the little ruthless Robbie Lawler. And plus, I, I got it at plus 225 last week. Um... And I think he's going to knock him out. I really do. I think I think he's just the better technical striker. And Robbie's chin is made of glass, so beware. But Nico Price's chin is also not very strong anymore. He just got knocked out by, like I said, Philip Rowe, who's got about as much power as, as my left leg kick. And I've never thrown a left leg kick I, in my entire life. Yeah. This one, it's... I would have liked to have seen this fight maybe 10 years ago. Me too. Maybe ten years ago. Robbie kills him. Robbie fucking kills him. But but now, I mean, I don't know. I, I think both these guys have to be retiring after this, right? I would think so. Nico might have like another maybe like two fights in him, but he doesn't have much left. Like he looked like a grandpa at a barbecue in that last fight. Like he was wearing knee pads. He had like bow legs and could barely move. He couldn't pick up his feet. I, I, unfortunately, I, I thought Nico was older. He's only 33 years old. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with Nico uh, by decision. I think Robbie's tough as hell. Um, I, I think Robbie's just gonna gas. I, I think Nico can can hold on a little bit longer, and I think that's what it's gonna be. I mean, he went what the distance with before his loss to Rowe. With Cowboy Oliveira. Yeah. And Michelle Pereira. Yeah. I, I mean, and then he also went the full distance with Cowboy, which yep. he ended up winning that fight, but then it got turned to a no contest, I believe. Marijuana um, or something, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. So it's, it's Robbie's retirement fight. How much damage is he willing to take? You know, when you know it's going to be your last fight, what kind of 
you know, what kind of mindset is he in? Killer. I think they uh, – That's what mindset. I don't know if they did him dirty by putting him on uh, on the prelims. But to have him featured, it's it's going to be on ESPN so everybody could see him. I mean, I, I understand that. I guess that's good. But at the same time, Robbie's taking so much damage. I, I don't – I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it. It works out well for him, but I would definitely go Nico Price. Um, take him to the distance. I don't think Nico's gonna knock him out. I think I think Robbie's gonna stop Nico probably in the second. If I had to give if I had to give my exact opinion, I think it's gonna be. You think he's got that? You think he's got the energy? Look, I mean, when he fought Nick Diaz, that was he quit. Diaz quit. Yeah, he did quit. He did quit. He was, I mean, and then Robbie was, like, beating Barbarina, and then to get knocked out like that, like, your chin's got to be pretty gone to get clean knocked out by Barbarina like that. Um, well, he had he had no energy. Yeah. He was, he was gassed. He unloaded, and then, and then that was it. Here's what I would say. I would say if I were a Vegas line maker, I would have Nico Price minus 150 here. But when I got plus 225 on Robbie, like, I had to take it. It was just, it was just too good. It was too good. And I feel like, I feel like Nico is, is almost more shot than Robbie Lawler. After I saw that last fight, maybe he comes out completely different here. Maybe, maybe he comes out in that last fight he just wasn't training well for. Maybe he had a little nagging injury in that last fight. Um, but he just looked bad. Okay, so so here's here's my thing. I know you I know you like Robbie, right? He's forty one years old, right? Yeah. He's fighting Nico Price, thirty three years old. His previous win was against Nick Diaz, who hadn't fought in how many years, and Nick Diaz quit. It was harder than he thought <laughs> it was going to be. Yeah. Didn't want to do it anymore. Didn't train. I don't even think he trained well enough for it. You know, that was where we had the weight. It kept moving up, moving up, moving up. So I don't know what the situation with that is, but that was a disaster. You're talking about the last time Robbie Lawler won anything was in 2017. So we know that at least true. we know at least Nico Price has has the win in there against both Cowboys, Cowboy Cerrone and Cowboy Oliveira. They're legitimate me, wins. That's Huh? They're legitimate wins too. Like they're they're not quitting. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't I don't see it working out for for Robbie. Robbie should have, you know, you're not going out on on a win at 41. Not to say that you can't. The likely of it of it happening, unless you're fighting a complete can. I don't see it happening. I think I think it's it's not going to be good. But, you know, he's a hell of an athlete, had a hell of a career, you know, Hall of Famer, no doubt. But I don't see this – I don't see this working out for him. Oh, dude, I'm ready to prove all the haters wrong. The haters are named Tim, and they're about to be proved wrong by a ruthless Big Robbie. I mean, not for nothing. I, I know we're only on episode two here, but episode one, you're Kevin Lee. 
Kevin Lee is the man. Kevin Lee Kevin was Lee trying, dude. Kevin Lee was trying to get him to to tire out. I'm telling you, the Dominic so, Cruz strategy, the Dominic Cruz uh, commentary, dude. He was just getting him to tire out, and then he accidentally fell asleep. So as long as as long as <laughs> hey, all Robbie Lawler has to do is make it past the first minute of the first round, and and then he'll then, be in good shape. Dude, then he's gonna knock Nico Price out, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in Valhalla <laughs> with my money. I'm going to be in another dimension. I'm going to be on some some horse tranquilizers with the Robbie Lawler fucking knocking Nico Price out. All right. Here we go. This is this should be the the top prelim. Bro. Robbie should be in this spot and the top prelim should be Bo versus Val Woodburn. Um both undefeated. And I think honestly the thing we got to look at here is uh Val Woodburn has no neck. And Bo Nickel is. I saw him too. I he is he is massive, dude. He is a shit brick house, brick shit house, whichever way you say it, dude. He's just a fucking like he should be the muscle hamster. I know we had the hamster earlier, but like yeah. he should be the muscle hamster. Um, I just I just think if you're if you're betting any UFC fighter with four wins on their record at minus three thousand. You're on drugs. Like you're you're beyond on drugs. Like you're you're just something's wrong. There's no reason you should not be sprinkling any UFC fighter. Okay. Here's okay. Okay. All right. All right. If it's like Volkanovski versus some guy with 3 wins in the in the in the pro MMA or something like that, then then minus 3000 every time. If it's like John Jones versus fucking Alexander Romanov, minus 3,000. Fair enough. This is Bo Nickel, a guy that we haven't seen get wins on the big stage yet. We've seen him beat Jamie Pickett after kneeing him in the balls when he couldn't take him down. He couldn't take him down in the UFC, and Jamie Pickett's not fucking good. Jamie Pickett is not good. He could not take him down, and he knees him in the balls. Jamie Pickett is, like, visually hurt, and then he takes him down. We saw him beat, I don't know, two cans on the Contender Series, two absolute cans. This guy does not, he should not be minus 3,000 against anyone. So yeah, I'll take a little bit on Val Woodburn because the money line is literally plus 1,400 in some spots, plus 1,500 in some spots if you if you have the right book. I'll take a little bit of that just based on the fact that I don't think anyone, unless your name is one of the 10 goats of UFC, should be minus 3,000 against anyone with a decent record. Yeah. Like I just don't see it. I don't I don't believe it at all. I think Val Woodburn doesn't have a neck. How are you gonna choke out a man without a neck? It's like Gilbert Burns. You try to wrap your arm around it and you can't get your arm in there because he doesn't have a fucking neck. Yeah, I'm I'm first off, I'm curious to see if this kid can can even make weight. Yeah, he was two ten. He he looks he looks massive. Um obviously Bo's gonna have the height advantage, the reach advantage. Um, but this kid, this kid is thick. This It'll be kid hard is to take real down. thick. We don't know that. We don't know if, how hard he's going to be to take down yet. I mean, Bo is on a whole nother level. He is wrestling right? for sure. So when they pull these kids in that we don't really have, we've never seen them in, in the big leagues, you know, he's fought and see whatever the combat night he's fought in that decision decision a couple finishes 
but nothing, no subs. So he's got no no subs. So that tells me that the kid probably has zero ground game. Most likely. And what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to try and knock out Bo Nickel. Um, I think if you had to take a, a dart on this one, I'm definitely not betting Bo Nickel. I think he's going to win. I'm, I'm not going to bet him. But I would go um, Woodburn by by KO. I mean, you can clip him. If if Bo comes in trying to get that takedown, I would it wouldn't surprise me if if he caught him with an uppercut or, or caught him trying to to come in. Is this the guy that trains with Chris Curtis? Was I wrong? I think this is the guy um, that trains with Chris Curtis. It is because the other guy trains with uh, with Matt Brown. I had them mixed up. Association Fusion XL. Yeah, no, he trains with. He has pictures on his Instagram with Chris Curtis. The other guy trains with Matt Brown, the immortal. Well, not for not for nothing. I mean, Chris Curtis isn't really. Yeah. Tearing it up right now. Exactly. Uh, Strickland, mean, obviously, we just saw Strickland fight, and but Sean's got phenomenal takedown defense you saw him just get takedown last week he got right popped right back up no Chris Curtis has good takedown defense too so I mean we'll see you gotta you gotta you put down a couple bucks on on him to win by KO if it hits it hits if it doesn't it's not a big thing you can't be surprised but yeah because I mean I mean here's the deal man it's like Bo Nickel Val's not gonna win on the ground so if, no. if if Woodburn is going to win this, it's going to be on the feet. And if it stays on the feet, he's going to have to get a finish because I don't think he's going to be able to keep it on the feet for three rounds. I mean, it's just a matter of time before a, a borderline Olympic wrestler uh, with the craftiness of Bo Nickel is going to get you to the mat. And I feel like, you know, Val, if he's, if he's going to win, it's that KO and it's plus 2,300. So... You know, five ten bucks on that. You know, who cares? You lose five ten bucks. You don't go to McDonald's once next week because everyone goes to McDonald's yeah. twelve times in every every fucking week. But okay, dude. Dan Hooker, Jalen Turner. Dan Hooker came out looking like looking like a a, a Karen mixed with a Mark Hunt wannabe mixed with oh. like a Skeletor. Like it was, it's just a terrible look. Something's something's off with his brain after that Poirier fight. I think. Dude, look I how many times he's gotten knocked out. <laughs> I, I know, and I, he's got those new new leg tattoos, the gladiator shins. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I I think. I think Jalen Turner is going to shut the lights off. I do too. I think it's it's not even going to be competitive. I mean, he lost, He obviously we saw him get knocked out by Chandler and then Makachev and then Arnold Allen. Granted, those guys, you know, Arnold Allen, uh, great fighter. Uh, Chandler's a great fighter. Uh, Makachev, obviously the champ, but Jalen Turner dropped on the camera, and and we all know how phenomenal he is. And Turner borderline won that fight too. It was close. Uh, yeah, I don't. 
I don't see it working out. He's got the I saw he's got the blonde hair, the bleach blonde hair. Maybe he's trying to go the the Oliveira camp way and and come out with the blonde hair and get you know the shit kicked out of him and then throw a hail mary and win. But I think they're giving Jalen Turner a name, and I think this is another one of those get right fights. I think I think Dan Hooker is 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 at the end. Unfortunately, I think he's just going to be a name too. now, and and that's going to be it. And look at the odds. The odds even show it. Yeah. I mean, you Dan know, Hooker. Ever since that, ever since that um, Michael Chandler fight, that was that was a, a, a big, not even the Poirier fight. That was that was the huge. Changed The him. huge thing where it completely, completely turned. So. Dude, and here's the other thing, too, is Hooker's been just absolutely rambling about shit this fight week. That is not his fight. Like, he's been rambling about fucking Islam Makashev. Why are you still talking about that? Like, why are you still trying to, to talk crap on Islam when you have a really, really dangerous Jalen Turner? And Jalen Turner's the guy that um, I made a lot of money. Let's go look at his fights. I did not bet on him uh, against Brad Riddell. I actually bet on Brad Riddell because I thought that was going to be where he finally got a hookup. Um, but I bet on him against Callum Potter. I bet on him against Kulabau. I skipped the Frivola fight. I don't know why. I bet on him here, here, here. I did not Brad Riddell. Uh, and then I bet on Gamrot in that last fight, which I thought Jalen, that was a really close fight. Um, but yeah, dude, Hooker's been Hooker's been like a Facebook Facebook grandpa this week. He's got a haircut that looks like the John and Kate plus eight mom. It just he's got new shin tattoos and he relies on his his length to beat everyone. Like how did he beat Puelles? Like he just like boxed him out at range and and defended the takedowns. How did he beat Nazrat Hack Hackbrass, who was never really that good in the first place? He just he just boxed him at range. And what's he not gonna be able to do? box Jalen Turner at range. Jalen Turner is six foot yeah. three and the same reach as Dan Hooker and Dan Hooker, all of his wins and even staying, staying competitive with Poirier was based on his length. Like it was almost entirely based on his length and his ability to stay, stay at distance. He doesn't have a good chin anymore. Arnold Allen knocked him out and Arnold Allen really doesn't knock a lot of, a lot of people out. Uh, Makashev finished him submission yeah. and then Chandler killed him. Like Chandler put his body, like three feet, he's halfway to he's halfway to six feet down, dude. Like he's halfway there uh, after that Chandler fight, and I think Turner is just gonna touch him, and and Dan Hooker's chin is not gonna react well. I think it could be it could be first round, honestly, it could be first or second round um, knockout for Jalen Turner, and I, I honestly feel pretty pretty strongly about that. And you know, Hooker probably comes on late. I mean, if he survives, say he gets touched up in the first round and survives, he probably has a chance to come on late and sneak a 29-28. But I just I think that's his only win condition. And I could never bet on someone who I think their win condition is take hard punches at the beginning and then squeak out a decision late. That's just that's just not not what I want to pick. I want to pick people who I think are gonna be able to finish. Um and I think Jalen Turner can probably turn Dan Van Hooker's lights out. Yeah, um, I'm all over Turner um, on this one. Um, this might be something where where you can uh, parlay, you know, Jalen Turner um, by sub or knockout with uh, Tatsuo with a, a sub win. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I like, uh, I was looking at this earlier. I like Jalen Turner and Jimmy Crute parlayed. Oh, there you go. I like that parlay pretty, pretty, pretty heavily because, um, you know, Turner, he's not, he's not crazy. Like, he, I think he's, let me go look at exactly what price he is. He's minus 285. So if you throw the minus 285 plus, plus Jimmy Crute, which we both agree is a good bet as well, you end up with like plus 135. Um, and that's not bad for two people that I think are going to be able to handle their, their opponent pretty easily. I'm trying to see if there's any others in there that, that you could throw on there. None of the rest of these I'm feeling as as good on as those two. Yeah. Oh man, we got we got Robbie. We got Robbie. There might have to be a Robbie parlay put in place this week. Um I'm a big I'm a big Whitaker fan. I think most people at least like Robert Whitaker. Like there's not much to dislike about the guy. He's he's pretty humble. He's he's funny. Um, he's just a human. When some of these guys are playing roles, Robert is not playing a role. He's he's Bobby Knuckles, yeah. and he's just he's just whoever he is. Um, and my honest opinion on this fight is, I don't like the line, but I think Robert Whitaker is better everywhere. Like I just think he is the better fighter, literally everywhere. I think he probably jabs off Dracus's face if it's on the feet. And I think if Robert gets a takedown, uh, I think he can finish Drykus on on the the mat as well. I do think Drykus has like a puncher's chance. You know, he's got he's got a good kickboxing background, and he just has heart, which is which is something that you know I like. I'm actually kind of a fan of Drykus. If I didn't love Robert as much, I'd probably be cheering for him here. Um, but Drykus is is kind of like that guy that. You know, no one invited to the party, but somehow he figured out where it was and ended up coming in through the back door. And you're like, what the fuck is, is he doing here? Um, it's like he's the top, he's a top 10 middleweight all of a sudden when he, he's getting the shit kicked out of him by, who was that? There's some, there's some, Trevin Giles was like beating the fuck out of Drickus Duplessis. And then he fought Brad Tavares, and I thought that was a good, a good showing. He fought Darren yeah. Till and almost lost to Darren Till, who looks like he's a lunch lady at this at this day and age. And then Derek Brunson, if Derek Brunson just had more than one round of cardio, he would have finished him there. But, you know, is what it is. He's here, um, and he's dangerous on the feet. He actually has power on the feet. But I just think Robert's a, a class above pretty much everywhere. I, I mean, this is, this is a weird fight. Um... I don't know why. I don't know why they're doing it. To be honest with you, um, they want Bobby to know, lose. Is this? Is this? It? I mean, is it a number one contenders match? Not for Robert, but for for Duplessis for sure. So if, so why would why would he take this fight then if it's not if it's not a number one contenders match for for him? I don't know. Does the winner of this get Sean Strickland? Might be that'd be a good fight. I'd watch, I'd watch Robert versus Strickland. That'd be pretty fun. I think I think Whitaker is obviously better all around. I don't know. I don't know why they're doing this fight. I don't think anybody's really that interested in this fight. They they um, want Robert to lose. The UFC does. They want to do that whole big Africa thing with with Izzy and Drakus. But there's there's no way it. That card, when's the Australia card? End of August? I'm not sure. So there's no way they're gonna turn around whoever whoever wins this 
in that amount of time. If they do, it's going to have to be uh, a quick finish for either one of the guys. Yeah. Where's Chemayev? That's that's what I want to know. Gone with the uh, wind. I want to know where Chemayev is. Because to turn this fight around after whichever guy wins, it doesn't make sense. I've been hearing that Chemayev is... Uh is out because he can't get a, a visa after hanging out with that dictator that is was it czechoslovakian or russian or something like czech i don't know what Chechnya. it is yeah something like that but he's hanging out with that dictator warlord and i've heard he's getting denied a visa because of that well so is justin gaethje so <laughs> i don't know how how true the the passport thing is you yeah. know but this fight it, it doesn't make sense to me um if they want to see uh, Duplessis fight fight Izzy, they should have just made the fight, and they should have they should have given uh, uh, Robert Whitaker somebody else. Dude, if we get he's not going to win. He's he's not going to win. Bobby Bobby Knuckles is going to be too much. I can't even tell you the last his last loss was to Izzy, but who has he lost to since that? Um, I mean, if if, if we look up, his, he was the champ. Yeah, one was his I mean, last loss before. Let me let me get it in here. His last loss before Izzy uh, was Wonderboy Thompson in 2014. 20, 2014, nobody's beaten him since then. And he arguably won that second fight against Adesanya. That was a real close fight. That was a close fight. So, and he's and once again he's he's fighting the best of the best. I'm not saying Derek Brunson, I don't know what the deal with with that last fight was for Duplessis, but I bet that Brunson was just, there. Uh, yeah. I, I I mean and then I mean he beat Bobby Knuckles beat Marvin Vittori, who's a stud, Gastelum stud, Cannoneer stud. Till, who at that time, that was 2020 Till. So that was, you know, two and a half years ago. Better Till than, than nowadays, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and then you're talking about Yoel Romero um, twice, Ronaldo Sousa, and then Derek Brunson. Bobby, Bobby got him out of there. Yeah. You know, knocked him out first round. So I don't see a path for uh, Duplessis. So... It's, it's going to be Robert Whitaker. And I just got no interest in it. No interest on, on betting this, to be honest with you. Same here. And I even think, I mean, looking at the line, I even think Whitaker could come out looking like value at minus 375. Like, I feel better about Whitaker than I do Bo Nickel, Jack Della. I feel better about Whitaker winning this fight than, than all of those guys. And I wish we got a better line on this. Like, I wish that people were not aware that Drake is, is a fucking terrible fighter. Like, but people are, are, are privy to it. They know that, that Whitaker is, is one of the best, and they know that Drake is probably a fraud. And we're going to find out tomorrow. We're finding out tomorrow. And I think I think Whitaker could honestly, in hindsight, look like minus 800, minus 1,000. I think he's probably just going to cruise without – he's either going to finish him late – uh, or he's just going to cruise to an easy, easy decision and not even look like he he took any damage. If I had to put a put a bet on it. All right. Yeah. 
Oh, baby. Co-main time. Kick us off, Tim. You taking the cannibal or are you taking the assassin baby? I'm going Pantosia all day. All day, every day. This one is is boggling to me how Pantosia is plus money. So they fought three times. He... Submitted Moreno, he knocked out Moreno, and he went to a decision with Moreno. They only fought twice. They were on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, and he he submitted him on the Ultimate Fighter. I know that. He submitted him, right? He's got the rear naked choke. Yeah, and then he got the 26-30 to decision. But then if you look... When do they when do they have that um they had a uh, let me see here. They fought um in Chuto, Brazil. Really? Card, yeah. Let me go back this. in in two thousand nine. And he knocked him out. Yeah, so you gotta go. In what? What was it? 2009. It's uh, Chuto, Brazil. Oh, you know what? I'm an idiot. That's my fault. That's Bruno Moreno. <laughs> Bruno Moreno. Damn, dude. Imagine, imagine if we just discovered that they fought in Brazil yeah. <laughs> and no one else knew. So <laughs> so obviously I got a little a little too excited on on that one. Um but I still think it's it's the it's it's the same thing. I, I don't I don't know why he's plus money. If they fought twice, he's beat him twice. Why why are we why is he plus money? Yeah, man. I'm 120 fucking percent in your corner here. Let's look at Pantoja's last few wins. He submitted Alex Perez like an actual cannibal. Like he jumped on his back from the beginning. And once he got on that back, it was over. Fight was over. He beat Brandon Mar or Brandon Roy Val, who was beating Brandon Moreno. And also, I, I, I want to I kind of dispute everyone's claims that, oh, Moreno beat Figueredo four times or three times like that's that's you know so great he hasn't had to adjust against a different type of fighter for years he's fought the same guy four times he got really used to fighting figueredo we don't know how much better brandon moreno is than he was before that he got his title shot off of a win over brandon roy val where he was losing and then roy val threw out his shoulder pantoja dismantled brandon roy val who just beat Nikolai, whatever his name is, uh, yeah. Matthias Nikolau, who was a great a great prospect. Brandon Roy Val is on a streak, and Pantoja absolutely dismantled him. Manel Cape, Manel Cop, however it's it's pronounced. Yep. That's a fucking killer. That's someone who the UFC wants to be champion number one, and is going to continue to push, and has been on a win streak recently. They're pushing him. Pantoja beat him up. When did he lost to Askar Askarov, who's who was a good fighter? Askar Askarov is a really really good fighter. 
Um, he got cut by and the UFC. Askarov, Askarov's got to win over Moreno. Exactly. Because Askarov is – is I loved Askarov. Now he's fighting somewhere in Russia, but yeah. And, I mean, here's Pantoja gets here's, his back, here's my man. Thing. It's going to be it's gonna be chalked. If Pantoja gets his back, I think it's fucking over. I just think that here's, fight is over. Here's the thing. He He's beat Figgy multiple times. When have you ever seen Figueredo recently get off the scale at 125 and be like, oh, man, he looks he looks fantastic? Yeah, you don't. It hasn't happened when he's fought Moreno. Yep. So you're fighting a, a sucked-out Figueredo. Granted, he just beat, beat Kai with that that liver kick. And he was he was kind of getting beat up in that fight too, like Moreno I, was I, was not looking like a champion against Kai Car France. Like he was, it was a very competitive fight up until he kicks him in the liver and 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 Kai Car France goes down. I, I I I'm all over Pantoja on this one, man. I hammered it, dude. It's my it's my biggest bet of the card is Pantoja. I got him plus one seventy, and right now it's plus one seventy five. If we see like plus one eighty or plus one ninety before before the fight. I mean, I'm going to add more. Yeah, I mean, so so granted, um, he's been since he he beat Moreno in 2018. He was he was on a good run, only losing to to Figgy uh, by decision in 2019, and uh, Askarov by decision in 2020. Um, like you said, the way he dismantled Roy Val and I think Roy Val is gonna gonna be in running for for a title shot soon he should be after I that think last win I, yeah I think he's he's one more fight away and then he's gonna he's gonna fight uh for the strap I think Moreno is a, a great fighter um very nice person um I'm not a fan um I think there are levels to this and I think Pantoja is on a whole nother level. I think he just has that mentality that's going to get him the win here. And I'm so surprised, after already beating him twice, that he is at plus odds. Yeah. I mean, everything... And he beat Bruno Moreno, too, just for good measure. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's got, he's got three wins over B Moreno's. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we didn't even talk about, too, the the effect of knowing that a guy has beat you twice already had on Moreno. We saw it with Izzy, and Izzy looked good, but Izzy's, Izzy's kind of another level. He's a, he's a different fighter than Brandon Moreno. We don't know what it's going to have, um, you know, weighing on Moreno's head going into this, knowing that Pantoja, like, he submitted you, he finished you, and then he got a 10-8 round and beat the shit out of you. For the final two rounds, yeah. like he he dismantled him in that second fight. It was a it was a thirty twenty six, like that's that's a that's a solid ass beating, um, and I feel like Pantoja's got the tools to finish him here if he wants to. I think I think Moreno might might be able to have it down the stretch. Moreno might might be able to get you know the way that I see Moreno winning this would be winning rounds three four five. I don't think he's winning the first round. I don't think he's he's probably not winning the second round, but he's going to require Pantoja to gas and Moreno to put put him you know on his back foot in those final three rounds and like I said earlier uh, I don't like betting on fighters that I think their their path to victory is some late 
late round push to a close decision. I don't think that's good, and I don't think that's good at minus 200 either. I don't think Moreno can submit him. I don't think Moreno can knock him out. If Figgy didn't knock him out, I, I don't think Moreno is knocking out Pantoja. Um, I think Pantoja is just the better fighter all around. He's beaten him twice. It's You don't have to overcomplicate this. He beat him twice. He's a great fighter on a great streak. Hammer the fucking underdog here, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm really excited for this one. I'm really excited. I'm excited for both <laughs> these these top two fights. I mean, this last one, man, is, is quite the banger. Um, and I'm going to start this one off. I'm on Yair Rodriguez here. I got him at plus 340. I think that's that's much better than the line right now. I think the the, the line right now on DraftKings is plus 285, something like that. Um, and I think, here's my reasoning, I think, you know, I, I do love Volk. I'll, I'll just start with that. But I think Volk can cover his price tag if he decides to turn into a Dagestani wrestler here. I think he could cover his, his minus whatever it is, 450, if he wrestles the entire fight. I don't think he can really get a finish over Yair on the on the ground. Ever since Yair took that trip to, um, you know, no man's land where USADA couldn't find him, Yair has really good cardio. Imagine that. That's that's pretty crazy, right? Yair goes, goes un, undetected for two years and then all of a sudden has great cardio. Um, but I think Volk would have to wrestle here consistently to win uh, and look like a minus 500 favorite. I think Volk can win a striking battle here, but I do think this lines up perfectly with the same narrative as Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman, and that's exactly why I'm taking Rodriguez. It was the same boat as Leon Edwards, um, over plus 300. I took Leon Edwards in that first fight against Usman, um, and it it played out kind of like I thought. I thought he was going to lose the minutes and knock him out. I thought he was going to do it earlier. I thought he was going to do it in like the second or third round. He was going to lose pretty much up until he knocked him out. Um, and I think that's the same thing here. I think I think Volk probably wins time and looks like he's he's winning the fight. And I think Yair can catch him. We've seen Volk hurt. You know, Volk has obviously great recovery. That's the thing he has is great recovery. But Yair has great power and great finishing instinct. And that's what we've seen multiple times from Yair. Um, and I think, you know, the, the ages line up as well. We have, you know, the young guy, Yair Rodriguez, who was also, Leon Edwards was young. Um, Volkanovski pushing 35. Kamar Usman was 35 when he lost. I think it kind of just lines up almost the exact same narrative. And also, I just think Yair Rodriguez, um, you know, as much as people dislike the guy for his actions when he was younger, you know, being kind of an absolute dickhead, when, when he pokes someone in the eye and stuff like that, and then <laughs> acting like he was throwing a tantrum when Bisbing was talking to him. Like, I hated that. Yeah. Um, I just, I think the guy's got the power to knock Volk out if he, if he really, if he, he lands one thing, and I think Volk could be, could be on wobbly legs. And so, yeah, I took him plus 340, and I'm pretty excited to see this fight. I think this might be, might be my favorite fight in a while. Yeah, you're only needs one second to win this fight exactly man he just needs That's, one we saw him he was going to lose a fight and he won it with one second left in the final round the only thing that that gives me pause is 
Ortega, Ortega couldn't submit Volk because Volk trains with Craig Jones. I think Craig Jones is is one of the best. Um, but we also saw, and I know it wasn't technically, we saw Yair submit Ortega. It yeah. wasn't. It was a. It wasn't considered a submission. It was but, a joint manipulation for sure. Yeah. So what Yair did to Brian Ortega was due to the submission uh, attempt that he put him in. Yeah. Into the, the grappling. But also, I think Yair is all over the place. He's not like uh, um, Max Holloway, where he's going to have that orthodox boxing and Volk can deal with it. Um, he's not going to have that uh, Dagestani uh, Sambo that he could deal with it you know who when you're fighting these guys what they're gonna do you know ortega's gonna go for for the grappling that's gonna be his his way to win against Volk. max is gonna go for the stand-up that's his way to win against Volk. you know makachev grappling get him down and and wrestle hold him down there that's his way to win yeah you're he can go anywhere and it's extremely unorthodox. I love, I love uh, the odds on this. You know, I'll take plus money on a year all day long. I don't know what Volk's mentality is, especially after moving up, saying that he wants to stay up there and, and get, you know, the strap up there, losing at 155. And now he's cutting back down to 145. Is he gonna? Is he gonna stay here? Nobody knows. But then he wants to eventually go back up to 155. Once you start bouncing around, I don't know. I don't know how beneficial that's gonna be. Um, yeah. And does he still want it at 145? Does he? Does he really care? I know of. Of course, the logical answer is yes, he does care. But he's been so dominant at 145. I think his focus is already going on to, I need to get back up to 155, and I need to to get that, that shot again. If he loses here, if he loses, it's... I don't see him trying to get the rematch. I see him automatically going up to... To one, one fifty five. I agree. I think if, that'll be the last we see him at forty five. He wins here. I see him trying to go up to to one fifty five again. So, it's but it's it's also Volk, man. Yeah, he's a he's borderline all time great. Also, he's he just doesn't he doesn't stop. And I mean. Think about it. Three fights ago, he fought Max. I thought that one was that wasn't the same Max. He dismantled Max. Yeah. Right. But the prior two, you know, it could have gone either way. And he fought Korean Zombie, who he just absolutely demolished. But I don't think that Korean Zombie is the the same. So 
I don't know. I'm gonna go Yair with you here. Um, I think he's got more ways more ways to win, and I think he's gonna give Volk a completely different look where it's just not one style that you have to prepare for. You gotta be prepared on the ground and on the feet. Where, like I said before, you know, as much of a, a, a amazing fighter Ortega is, Ortega's known for his grappling. That's where you gotta really, really watch out. Um. So, I, I, I'm going Yair here, man. I think he's got more ways to win. That's that's why I'm going with him. I agree. I don't think I don't think Volk. I mean, he could obviously knock out Rodriguez Yair, but I feel like Yair is much more alive to knock out Volk. Um, and I feel like this is going to be one of those bets where hindsight. Um, it's going to feel like, it's going to feel like, you know, damn, we, we either really nailed it or we really fucking biffed it. Like Volk is either going to crush him or I think Yair is going to knock him out. And it's just, it's like you said, Yair just needs one minute. Volk needs to, needs to be safe for a little bit longer. So I'll take my shot on the, on the dog. Um, and my three big bets are, are Robbie Lawler, Pantoja and Yair. And I just need one to hit for it to, to be a even or profitable night. If, Pantoja hits it'll be even the other two hit it'll be it'll be profitable because they're they're higher odds but I'm I'm liking Yair here man I think I think I might throw in a little parlay of of all my dogs those three dogs and if uh, if we get if we get lucky if we get touched upon by the MMA gods the payout on that will be will be something something slight man I mean let me just let me just look at that quick we can just see exactly what it would be Yair, Pantoja, and Robbie Lawler. Yeah, plus 3,000 on that. And Robbie's plus 180 now. That line is kind of closing since I bet it. Well, Robbie. Because Robbie's about to I feel to bad for Robbie, man. I, I feel so <laughs> bad for Robbie. I don't think you fully grasp. I don't think he knows what you said about Kevin Lee. That's what that's Yo, what scares me. That was uncalled for right there, Tim. That was uncalled for. That's what for. scares me. So now I don't know if we should maybe reach out to Robbie's team and kind of give him the heads up and maybe, you know, let him know that I put a little bit of put a little bit of cheddar on on their boy. Uh, well, we'll see. You know, as much as as much as I want these guys when they when we know it's their last fight, we know they're retiring. I want them to go out on a high note. Unfortunately, this isn't the sport where you go out on a high note. You have your, you know, your anomalies. You have your uh, uh, Habib and uh, Amanda, or you have these guys, but you don't have, it's not. They're not 41. At this age. I get, at this I get what age, you're saying. Yeah. They're, not, they're not going out, you know getting their hand raised they're going out face down ass up and and that's it <laughs> they are so it, it's sad but you know I, I don't do i think he should even be fighting no but that's that's where we're at you know unfortunately this is what he loves it's trying to tell somebody to stop doing what you love is is terrible but at some point your your body just can't can't do it so We'll see what happens, but I, I really hope Robbie can get a win. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but but we'll see. Maybe maybe we'll get some good action on, on the 
live betting it. Dude, this card is just is just full of bangers too. I mean, banger, banger. Nah, probably not a banger. Probably a little bit of a banger. Hopefully a banger. Banger, banger, not a banger. Banger. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of good fights here. Um, so yeah, if if you guys are watching this and you're still somehow here, we we appreciate you. But we'll be back every single week with another fight chronicles. Tim, it was it was great. Uh Absolutely, and then we're gonna we're gonna do a little recap too. This uh this this episode was a little technical difficulties, but we'll recap this card as well next time, and then look ahead to the uh the fight night following, and and we'll go from there and just keep keep grinding. Yes, sir. All right, thank you, everybody. Thanks, everyone.